This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. Always good to be with you from 3 to 5 as we are each and every weekday from from 3 to 5. Did I already say that? I think I did. 3 to 5. Just put that right in your calendar. Southern California Live, 3 to 5. It's how you survive. I could just go on and on, I guess, with some different kinds of rhymes. But, hey, uh, it's great to be with you. Let me tell you what we're going to do today. Obviously, on a program today, we have day number three in our Six Steps to Easter, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. We have Pastor uh, – who's with us today? Why am I blanking on his name? J.P. Jones. I almost said uh, J.P. Moreland, but that's the wrong guy. Uh, J.P. Jones, and uh, excited to have him on. He'll be on a little bit later. Big story today is what? Is there anything happening in the news today, Wilbert? And, uh, you know, sometimes you just have a slow news day, and you, uh, you wonder what, what on earth, what's that? Uh, you know, just some just some Easter stuff going on. Some Easter stuff going on that uh, that matters. Oh, uh, the Donald Trump uh, arraignment oh, was yeah, today, also, I mean, and I that I whole show. Here's what I want to do with that. Now, I have read the indictment. I have read all of the charges. There's really there's 34 charges, but there's really kind of one, uh, really. And the the details that came out, there wasn't much new. Okay, that was one of the things that we really wanted to know. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, the president, President Trump, is going to speak. Former President Trump's going to speak. It'll be after this program today, tonight. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about this in a little bit more detail. I think it's important to let let. I want to get my head around what I've read here, and I I think that there are a lot of issues, and people are going to have a lot of feelings about it, you know, one way or the other. I can tell you right now, though, what's interesting so far, and this could be completely different by tomorrow morning which is why I think you wait a little bit, because the indictment, even Trump's people didn't see the indictment until a couple hours ago. Uh, CNN and Fox News are saying the same thing about it. I have not watched MSNBC. I usually, and I, I tell you guys, you got to kind of watch everybody to see, you know, what the story is and where they agree, I think, a personal thought I have on the news. You know, people say, well, how do you know what's really true when obviously the news outlets are are shilling for their own side most of the time, right? You you try to figure out where they agree, and where they seem to agree is that this is this is not a good case uh, against Donald Trump. But we'll see. We'll see where that goes and kind of see how people think about it once they've processed it. There's, uh, you know, a lot of words, and you have to kind of think about it for a while. And I'm not sure that it matters that much in the big picture of things, and that is something that I want to do right now. What are the other stories that you might be missing what are the other stories that are important that you might be missing because all of the coverage is Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump? Uh, and I think that's important. There are some pretty important subjects. So I want to do that. You can join our conversation by calling 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Did you know that uh, Los Angeles County Supervisors pulled a plan? They had a plan in the, on the agenda for today. It was pulled. And what it was going to do is it was a plan to depopulate the uh, prisons in L.A. County, particularly uh, some that are severely overcrowded, and it is a very serious problem. But what it was going to do is change the the law so that certain crimes where your bail is typically $50,000 or less, that there would be no jail, just a ticket. Now, here's, now it got pulled because... Uh, people heard about this. Now, this is something that is so important, and I want you to hear this. 
there is so much news about Donald Trump. Probably some of you even turn it off because it's the same thing. And there's really not a lot to say. There's the spectacle of all of it. It's interesting. But one of the things that happens when there's big news is that other news gets buried. And sometimes it's just buried because of the course of things. But sometimes when you know a big event is happening, big news gets released during the big event because it'll get less coverage and people pay less attention. And so I look for that. You really have to look for that. So uh, on Monday, it was announced by the L.A. County Board of Supervisors that there would be a county law that would have made serious crimes um, just a basic ticket, like, like literally jaywalking. Okay, here's what it was going to do. I'm not even kidding about this. Now, this is not to say that there is not a big issue to be fixed in the prisons and there's prison overcrowding issues. There's a lot that have to do with that. I'll talk about that and you can share your thoughts about that here as well. But here's what was going to be done. Uh, Sex with a minor uh, would just be a ticket. That's it. You, You literally, as one friend of mine posted about this, can destroy a child's life and rob them of their innocence, he said. Um, and then you get detained in a ticket, and then you get let go. Possession of kid pornography. You further exploit the children, and it would be just a ticket. Here's one for you. Assault with a deadly weapon. You can assault somebody with a weapon that can kill them or cause serious injuries, he said. Uh, you'll get a ticket for that and walk away. Have you ever had a ticket? I've had a lot of tickets. Uh, I've had fewer in, re- in recent years, but I used to boast. It's not really a boast because it's uh, it's wrong, right? The, the wrong, I shouldn't say boast, but I used to acknowledge that I have been to traffic school in all Southern California counties, and I could tell you the difference between each one, and I could tell you the difference between going to the traffic school where there is the police officer teaching the course, and I've been to the comedian traffic school, and I've been to the online traffic school. I've I've done it all. Now I think it's mostly online is how they did they still do the last couple of times I've done the online version? I've even had them in other states, I'm sorry to say. The last person, uh, the last part of a person I heard somebody say once that gets saved is their right foot. That's the last part of you to get sanctified. Uh, fortunately, the Lord has been doing some work with me, and I, uh, am, I have been ticketless. I shouldn't say guiltless, but I've been a lot less, a lot less guilt ridden with my driving. Maybe that's just the traffic, but we'll we'll count it. At any rate. I'm saying that because I can joke about getting tickets. I've had speeding tickets, of course, but I've had some crazy tickets. I've had a couple that I don't even agree with, right? And I've had the interactions with officers that have been funny or they have been irritating, right? Just different things. And uh, I got pulled over for something and I turned over my shoulder and I said, look, everybody's doing it. And it was, it was one car after another doing the same thing I did. And this guy said, well, I pulled you over, didn't I? I'm not pulling them over which was kind of funny, also kind of bothered me, but that's the way it was. And and it's like, okay, well, I guess there you go. I can joke about this, but what the LA County was about to do, and this kind of thing is going on nationwide, particularly in states that are electing people, usually in big cities, electing people who, for whatever reason, feel like these crimes are are less than the crimes. They're, they don't protect the victims. These are serious victims. I mean, assault with a deadly weapon. Somebody comes up with you and uh, hits you on the head or something, and they just can walk away. Elder abuse. Uh, you can abuse defenseless old people, like the thing that's going on where people just come up and smack somebody and knock them down. Uh, you get a ticket for that. Uh, pimping is on the list. You know, the same, this person, a friend of mine writes, the same political leaders claim that they care about women, but 
uh, are going to make selling and exploiting women on the street just a ticket. Uh, that's amazing. Looting. We've seen this, of course, all uh, up and down the state. If you're trying to run a business, you know, someone can come in, they can clean you out, and uh, they'll only get a ticket. DUI. You can drive drunk, and you get a ticket and get right back in your car and risk lives again. That is what the L.A. County Board of Supervisors was about to pass. And they were going to let out a whole bunch of people who had done those court kinds of things. Now, this is not – this is a serious thing, my friends. Have you heard this? This is something that is about how we vote philosophically because it's not just the faces of the people who sit in the County Board of Supervisors now. It is people who – we just keep voting for the same people, different faces, but the same people. Do you know what I mean? Uh, here is uh, local Los Angeles CBS News discussing this. And they also agree a motion for – Well, this is the reason that it was pulled. So it got pulled because people heard about it. And I want you to know that that this is why you speak up. This is why you make a phone call to your county board of supervisors or to your city council or to whomever it is that is in charge, even Sacramento, even Washington. Take the time just to register your thoughts about things. It lets people know because at the end of the day, uh, people just want to get reelected. This is Southern California Live. Number is 888-528-2557. There are people on both sides of this issue. Um, and by sides, I mean there's one side that says – you know, if you get to far enough on one side, the solution is you build more jails. The other side is the solution is you just let everybody out and you don't punish uh, these kinds of crimes, right? And then there's lots of people in the middle and there's different groups who uh, try to work for different things. People on both sides agreed that this L.A. Council, LA, uh, LA County proposal was bad and so it got pulled but it only got pulled because people spoke up about it here is cbs explaining and they also agree a motion from la county supervisor hilda solis to depopulate and decarcerate county jails was not the way to do it solis pulled the item from this week's agenda saying she introduced it as a way to strike a balance with both justice involved advocates and public safety representatives but since the motion was published my office has received concerns from those who feel the motion is not doing enough and those who feel it is doing too much. It would have declared the state of mental health services and overcrowding in L.A. County jails a humanitarian crisis, implemented a zero bail policy for misdemeanor and lower level offenses, and perhaps most controversially, increased the use of site and release policies. One version had it applied to anyone with less than $50,000 bond. And that's what we just went through. And uh, the friend of mine, by the way, I was quoting, he just got back to me and said I could quote him. I told him I'd do it anonymously if I didn't hear But he, it's uh, Officer Dion, who you hear on our, our show a lot. And he's a, a police officer, police consultant. And, you know, he's somebody who cares a lot about these issues. He has a lot of personal concern about uh, everything here. But he wanted people to know. He said, this is not a joke. Your board of supervisors just tried to pass this last night. And he said, you need to know that your elected officials try to do. You've heard Officer Dion on our program many times. And, you know, he's a police officer who is fighting every day, he says, to try to give communities relief from the from crime, he says, with his hands tied. And it's a heartbreaking thing and a morale booster to know that behind closed doors, without the public's knowledge, they're going to make that job harder. And here's a point I'd like to make. I don't know this for sure. But it is interesting that this came up on Monday and was going to get passed on Tuesday while no one in the country is paying attention. We're all paying attention to President Trump and all of that. We cannot take our eyes off the ball locally. We cannot 
my friends, take our eyes. Maybe it's just a coincidence, but it's suspicious to me, that kind of thing, because I, I've been around and I know how this works. People try to figure out when do we bring this up? When is nobody paying attention? And nobody's paying attention today. That's why we're talking about this, because we can talk about the Trump thing tomorrow. We want to talk about this. You need to know. Um, it is a very critical thing. And uh, he is also joined by Eric Sadal, who is a prosecutor in L.A. County. This is what he had to say. Very serious felonies like burg- residential burglary, robbery, uh, assault with a firearm, child pornography, domestic violence, all those cases, all those types of cases, the, uh, the bail amount is $50,000 or below. And those people would have been eligible for a site and release policy under or site and release under the, the policy advocated by this motion. That is incredible. That almost got passed. That almost got to the L.A. County Board of Supervisors uh, today. And thankfully, people spoke up and people talked about it. Uh, it's it's an incredible thing. Um that this was going on. What do you think? You know, now, there's a real issue with the prisons, okay? I read in the LA Times on this subject that in 1975, 1975, the last century, a long time ago, how long ago is that? That's like almost 50 years ago. 48 years ago, a class action suit was settled to try and do things different in the prisons. Did you know that? Uh, to try and make sure that the the L.A. County prisons could be redone to avoid, you know, some of the situations that are going on now is that there the conditions are pretty bad. There's so many people in prison, and there have been people who've died. Uh, about three people have died. Uh, I don't know what the circumstances were, but the, it sounds like it's coming from uh, some activists, but they it sounds like they died really because of the conditions, not because of prison brawls or or old age or things like that, but that people who otherwise wouldn't have died. There's a humanity element here uh, that is bad. So in 1975, a class action suit went to trial and a federal judge ordered a series of improvements. But in almost 50 years, the county has not fully fixed the problems. That is incredible. And that leads us to where we have the problem, where you have an L.A. County plan to depopulate. And in the meantime, they're basically going to decriminalize a whole bunch of horrible things. What do you think about this? I mean, do you think... This is the way that we have to go. What's the better solution? 888-528-2557 is the number if you want to join our conversation. You know, we are in a in a time where crime in, at different times it's been worse, but it's I think it's a little bit out of control in some new ways. You know, the the cleaning out of the CVS that we keep seeing. They've moved on. I've been noticing that it is uh the uh, the big mobs that are robbing places. It's like the Walmart now. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you even notice in Walmart that it's being robbed, frankly, if you're just in there shopping. But uh, I'm just kidding about that. Uh, Well, not Walmart people. (laughs) But, you know, it is uh, I've noticed that hundreds of people sometimes just break the glass. They go in and they just take stuff, even while the store is open. Right. Everyone just goes in there and we're not doing anything about it. We this is a breakdown of society at at in, in an extraordinary level. And we are seeing this in many places around the country. And we are not allowing people, even the police officers, to do much about it. You know, you could arrest people, but if they're just going to be released right away, if it's just like getting a ticket. You know, and I'm joking about getting tickets for uh, minor things. 
you know, uh, different things that are just really small things. And I can laugh about going to traffic school. They have comedians who run the. My my cousin's a comedian. He ran the uh, comedian traffic school for a while. I never went to his. Um, but that was one of the jobs that he had as a as a comic is running that. Um, you know, this is a big deal, and this has been going on for a, a while. That is going on. We dodged a bullet in L.A. County. Did you know that? Uh, it's a pretty significant thing. Okay, this is Southern California Live. Pastor Scott Furrow, your host. The number is 888-528-2557. I know the Trump thing is a big story in the news. We will gather together some of the information, and we'll hit that story tomorrow. President, uh, Former President Trump will speak uh, tonight, and you know it's a, it's an interesting story, really because I think it it does say a lot about our country. You know, my my concern has been that if it's not really clearly a major crime that somebody should get prosecuted for, uh, then this is going to be bad. If it's not something that's persuasive to one side or the other, it might be persuasive the other way. It might be we'll have to see where people who are against Donald Trump. Uh, certainly the Republicans are saying that. We'll see how the Democrats respond. But people who are against Donald Trump, if they're on the side of this is not a good case to go after him with, uh, then that's significant, right? Um, so we'll talk about that tomorrow. But I don't want us to miss other things. Uh, did you know that Gavin Newsom is is running for president? Uh, I don't know if you if you uh, if you knew this. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a ha- hold your hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically. I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. That is that's Governor Newsom uh, basically giving his philosophy. If you want to know why there's so much homeless and so many problems, that's part of it right there. But that is where he is. And uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, he announced that he is running for president uh, with his announcement of a new political organ, organization that when you look at it and you look at what it is, it sounds like and looks like a guy running for president. Here's what he said. Let's be direct. We can't solve a problem without first identifying it. And the problem in our country right now, authoritarian leaders who are so hell-bent on gaining power and keeping it by whatever means necessary that they're directly attacking our freedoms in state after state. That's why I'm launching the Campaign for Democracy. We're going on the road to take the fight to states where freedom is most under attack, where Republican leaders ban books, criminalize doctors, fire teachers, intimidate librarians, kidnap migrants, target trans kids, stoke racism, condone anti-Semitism, force the victims of rape and incest to carry their attacker's baby, where they ignore the will of the people and make it harder to vote and easier to buy assault weapons. They fan the flames of culture wars to distract from the fact that blue states have lower murder rates, better health care outcomes, and higher GDPs. We're going to these states and investing in people and organizations where they're fighting back. Why does the governor of any state decide to put together a political organization? His organization is called Campaign for Democracy, and it's all about Gavin Newsom. So it's not about – when you go to the website, it's campaignfordemocracy.com if you want to check it out. If you go to campaignfordemocracy.org, it'll take you right to their fundraising page, by the way. Why does a governor of any state – decide to go on a national campaign. What's that for? Why does a governor of any state put together a campaign that is going to address national issues 
a campaign that is going to be very partisan on one side, whichever side, it could be either side. Why does any governor of any state do that? You know why? Because they're running for president. That's why they're doing that. And that, you know, there's no other reason. There is no other reason for a governor of any state to put together a national campaign and fundraise and do all the stuff unless you're running for president. That's the reason. And you're saying, well, why would he be running for president when uh, Biden's going to be the nominee? My friends, if you listen to our show regularly, you know that I say this all the time, but I mean it. Biden's not running for president. He is not. He is. I don't I'm beginning to think he's not even going to announce that he's running. I think he's going to wait as long as he can and push it up. Because if he says I'm not running, then he becomes a lame duck and people are going to start to say you're old and he is. Uh, and it, it becomes hard to govern. And, you know, he's probably not wrong to do this. But behind the scenes, more and more people are suggesting he's not running. So what do you do if you are a Democrat and you want to run for president, but you don't want to run against the current president? What do you do? You start a national campaign where it looks like you're running for president. It feels like you're running for president. It has websites that look just like a presidential website with pictures of you with your with your wife and your kids marching in the streets and standing with people and kissing babies and and doing all the things. That's what the website is. And it's not join us in this fight. It's join Gavin Newsom in this fight. It is a presidential website. It is a presidential campaign website. That's what it is. He's running. And it's not dumb, to be honest with you, you know, from a political standpoint, because you can't really just come out and run against President Biden. But you're running out of time if you want to get build up some steam. So what do you do? You run for president without saying you're running for president. And that is a, a pretty big deal. All right, I got to take a break. What are some other issues that we are uh, not covering because there is so much Trump stuff? We'll talk about that in a moment. This is Southern California Live. Pastor Scott Furrow will be back as the Tuesday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Great to be with you on this afternoon. It's Easter vacation for a lot of people in Southern California. And I know the spring breaks don't always line up anymore the week before Easter, but in uh, many schools, I think L.A. and uh, many schools across the uh, Southland, you're off this week. Hope that you are enjoying that and uh, and that you're having a good time. The sun is going to come out this weekend. I'm excited about that. I, I'm just tired of being cold. I'm done with it. Are you done with the cold? I'm I'm done with it. Even just the cold wind that we're dealing with today, I think I am done. I, I do not pay California prices for, for that. That needs to end. 888-528-2557. You know, there are a lot of stories going on right now that get buried because of the Trump story. I mentioned earlier that we'll talk about the Trump story more at length uh, tomorrow as we really get a chance to get our mind around what's going on. I think that's important, right? Because I'm watching the news and and they have legal experts, okay, and some people who have had time to prepare for the comments. They tend to be agreeing, but, you know, sometimes the the very next day you learn a little bit more. And I think that is important. It doesn't look like we learned a whole lot of new stuff in that anyway. And former President Trump is going to make some comments. And, you know, and in all of this, there is, I think, a greater national issue about how we, we handle this. There's a fear, for example, that um, what this could lead to 
is the prosecution of future presidents and other people from the standpoint of, hey, we can just keep going after our political opponents or political enemies. And, you know, I think that is what people's concern is going to be unless this is a very clear-cut case and it doesn't look like this particular one is. There's other cases against Donald Trump we'll have to wait and see that are not connected, by the way, uh, legally. They might be politically connected, right, if this one turns out to be something that gets thrown out of court or just if he gets acquitted, if it's just clearly something that looks politically driven, uh, it will, I think, politically affect those other cases probably. But legally, they're not not collect, uh, connected. And most people are saying they're, they're more serious if there is a crime that would be charged. Um, but while we're talking about that, and that's on every news station, I've got a couple of TVs on in here, and I'm looking, and it's really hard to find. There's, you know, headlines, and I guess it's a story, former president gets indicted. But what happens if this becomes the routine? What happens if whenever Biden leaves office, the next president or party in power, when the Republicans are back in power, they just decide to keep going after President Biden? Now, he's already accused of things. I understand all of that. Um, but what if they also pursue things and it's a small case? So it isn't some of the big things that maybe he's accused of, but what if it's just, you know, business records, you know, that he has personally, or what if any party goes after other political opponents or something because they looked at their business records and they said, well, you put this in the wrong category And, uh, you know, I figured the Trump organization does not really have a category uh, for paying off porn stars. There's probably not a line item in the budget for that. There's probably not. You know, where do you put that? You have a business where you have a business and you have some kind of expense and you just don't know where to put it. So you put it in something called general or you put it in, in, in legal. I suppose it was legal, you know, legal affairs, you know, not not legal legal affairs. But, you know, what happens if we start going after anybody for really small things just to prevent them from running for office or prevent them from having effective campaign. This is, by the way, this is something that probably the the next hearing, you know what it's scheduled for? December 4th. Now, there could be other hearings that uh, the defense brings up, but you know, there are other things that are that are going on that we need to keep paying attention to. So we'll talk about those. But I do want to take your calls. 888-528-2557. Greg in Covina. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Hi, Greg. Um, I'd, like to, I'd like to say something about Donald Trump. Okay. And the thing I want to say is that, first of all, I'm a Christian. And I've been a Christian almost since I've been two years old. Okay. I mean, when I, when I, I would come home from second grade and pray for an hour. I've been a Christian a long time. And the, so my perspective is also I have, a, I have a, a, a history degree from UCLA surrounding the, uh, the, the Bible. And, the, um, and so my, I'm telling, I want to talk about Donald Trump, and I want to say this, that Donald Trump has been studying Hitler. He's been studying Hitler's moves. He's been studying Hitler's uh, Wait a minute. How do you know that he's been studying Hitler? Well, the reason that I know it is that that one of the indications that he's been studying Hitler, if, if you uh, watch the uh, the January 6th. Um, well, Craig, well, wait speech. a minute, Craig. Greg, people said that about Biden in that speech he gave a few months ago is, you know, when he had the red lights and the, and the soldiers behind him. Are, are they really studying Hitler? 
No, I don't think that Biden is, but I think you that think Trump, Trump is. is. But people said that about Biden. Why should we know that? I mean, that's that's quite an accusation to go right to Hitler. Well, you know, I could I could let me just. And I'm not meaning to defend some of Trump's behaviors and things, but you know. Uh, well, the, the, he if you read, okay, you'll find out that he used to have his generals call him Hitler. I don't think that's true. Greg, Greg, follow well, up on that. Then, then, it, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I appreciate your call, Greg. But whatever you think about Donald Trump left or right, he's not having his generals say see Kyle and all of that stuff. Um, that would be a story, right? It, you think that uh, the major news media wouldn't be putting that out there? That that would be a, a story. You know, it is um, – there's something called Godwin's Law. You know what Godwin's Law is? Godwin's Law, there's a, a university professor who said that – in any online conversation, people will eventually call somebody Hitler. That it doesn't take very long before Hitler or the Nazis come up, and it happens on either way, either side with just about anybody that uh, you put. And that's true. That we go there pretty pretty quickly. That basically, and the the reason it's important is because it totally changes the subject to go there. It isn't saying that we shouldn't worry about leaders becoming totalitarian tyrants, right? It, it's not saying that we shouldn't worry that another Hitler is not possible. But to just go there and to say, oh, he's having this internal thing or that – and people said that about Biden. You know, we joked about the the – remember when President Biden gave the sort of anti-MAGA speech last summer and he the, – the visuals on it were pretty bad because it was – it was in Philadelphia, I think, at the Independence Hall, but they had these red lights behind him and a couple of soldiers standing there and the camera angle. And, you know, the way it looked on TV was pretty terrible. It looked just like, you know, one of the old things that you see with, with Hitler. Uh, and people drew little mustaches on him and they did those kinds of things. But you you can't go there. You know, let people be – in fact, you might even miss uh, – somebody's new thing because you're trying to compare them to Hitler or Stalin or one of these other people and you miss that they they might be just their own bad guy of a new nature. Uh Godwin's law is the internet adage that an online as an online discussion grows longer and that's where these things come from regardless of the topic. It doesn't matter what the topic is. That's the idea. It could be you could be talking about baseball and eventually somebody's Hitler. Uh, eventually, somebody is a Nazi and somebody's doing that. I'm not. I'm not even sure we understand what that is. In fact, I'm working on a, a topic to discuss what is fascism and what is Marxism because those things get talked about so often, and I'm not sure we actually know what those words mean. It's a you know, the the Antifa groups out there, right? It's anti-fascism, but their activities are pretty fascist, actually, which is kind of ironic. They're you know. It, it's just, you know, President Trump, I heard today, you know, was a fascist. Really? Well, what did he do when he was actually president that was fascist? Do we really know? You know, uh, you can accuse him of things on, on January 6th. I mean, that didn't look too good if you believe that he was uh, really pushing that crowd to uh, do all of that. But even that, you know, uh, it was one event. You get what I'm saying with that? That's, you know, and I'm, it's just not really a place that we can go. All right, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. I think we need to let new bad guys be their own bad guys and recognize the evil that they do. Uh, and and when we call everybody Hitler, then nobody's Hitler. You know what I mean? Like we do the same thing with today with, uh, you know, like racism or Marxism or something. If everything is racist, then nothing is racist, right? If everything is is discriminatory, then nothing is discriminatory. It it 
it blocks out the actual things that we should be paying attention to and calling out in our society when all we do is just generalize and call the other side of the aisle or somebody we don't support one thing or another. And it just divides us and divides us and divides us. Are you following me with that? And the conspiracy theories, and there's conspiracy theories on the left and the right about all kinds of stuff. And, and I don't realize some of those conspiracy theories are rooted in something that's real, and sometimes they're, they're true, right? But some of them are, are just things that people make up. There are people in social media that literally make up the news, and some of it are doing it because they're trying to deceive you, but some of them are doing it because they laugh at the fact that people are so easily deceived, and they, they publish satire websites that because the world is so weird today, people don't know the difference between the satire and the reality of the situation. Uh, significant thing. 888-528-2557. Uh, Jackson in L.A., welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, good afternoon. Hi, Jackson. How are you? Actually, still sitting on the freeway. You know, it's the only place you can get free parking around here. Right. <laughs> I get a lot of work Just done saying. sometimes in traffic on the way home. I make some phone calls, well, write some emails. I, yeah, interesting show. I just happened to have you on, and I called in, and now I'm actually talking. Well, welcome to the show. This is Southern California Live. It's good to have you. You as well. Listen, newsworthily wise, how about that Trump guy, huh? Yeah, well, one of the things that we're doing, if you just tuned in, is we know that's the big story of the day. But we spent some time talking about some other things, because we'll we'll talk about that a little more tomorrow when we've heard uh, whatever Trump's going to say tonight and when we've had some time to analyze all the stuff that came out today. But one of the things that is important that we try to talk about is there's other issues going on that get buried sometimes when there's a big news story. Oh, now, you know I've been asking myself about Rocket Boy. And then, yeah, guy over in Korea, then plus this guy over in China, plus the Russian guy. You know, those guys, what they've been up to. Huge news, and what they're up to is uh, getting a coalition together and talking about war with us. You know, I think whatever. How many fronts do we have? I mean, seriously. How many what? How many fronts are we facing? My goodness. We're facing a lot of significant issues. And honestly, Jackson, that's a lot of the point is that the news today, I'm still looking at it. It's Trump, 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 Trump. And they show Trump. And I know that historically it's an interesting thing, right? And it's a spectacle of all of it. But we're watching the motorcade go to the airport. We're watching him get on the plane. We watch the plane take off. And then the plane lands in New York. Then there's something that gets off. Then there's a motorcade and all the stuff. And today he marches in the courtroom, marches out, gets on motorcade back out to the airport, back on the plane. In the meantime, uh, we have in our town, as we talked about it, a, a county that almost uh, decriminalized a whole bunch of horrible stuff. And fortunately, people yeah. caught on to that. And, Unfortunately, I've been witnessing a lot of that. Right. We've, we've got a lot of stuff going on. So that's something that we, we try to do, Jackson. Did you have a question or a comment, something you want to add? Well, I'll go ahead and let you do what you're doing. But I did call the number while I was writing. I, you know, Forgive me, I'm technologically not as good as the most folks. I've had this car for years, and I just realized what the little button means when you push it. It asks you, <laughs> what do you want? So I said, dial 888-528-2557, and it did. I said, oh. Oh, you did it on the, uh, all right, good for you. The app, the app it worked, yeah. huh? Fantastic. Well, yeah, you keep up the good thing. Uh, um, I'm just, oh, I, I can't even imagine now. The last thing I would say, I guess I'll just talk about where I'm at. I'm here in downtown L.A. or leaving it. Uh, I know that we're always talking about the homeless. They're here, and it's just what it's going to be. 
Uh, and yet, I heard that there's a lot of exodus, a lot of business and people leaving California. But I haven't seen that. Whenever wherever I go, there's a lot of people. And so, we still have a lot of people, so it's a yes, it's a net sir. loss. I got to go to a break, Jackson. I appreciate you calling. Right, we're on we're on right, three to five every here. day. Three to five every day. Uh, thanks for thanks for checking us out. All right, God bless you, Jackson. Have a great evening. All right, I'll get back with your phone calls. I'll see your call up there, Roger, as soon as we get back. Scott Furrow, this is Southern California Live. We'll be back as the Tuesday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Good to be with you. 888-528-2557. Roger in Imperial Beach. Welcome to Southern California Live. Well, hello. How are you today? I'm good, Roger. How are you? I am fine, sir. A couple of history pointers. The Republicans will never be able to recreate Watergate against a Democrat, which they've tried to do many times. What do you mean? Uh, What what do you mean? Richard Dixon got brought down. Well, yeah, I know all about that, but what do you mean they they won't tried, be able to recreate tried, it? Tried to, what, well, sorry, recreate's a bad word. Of my apologies. When they went after Bill Clinton, they failed. But that's that's not. I'm not against. I'll just let you know if you look. This stuff's been going on forever. Look what happened to Roger Hedgecock. Well, yeah, down there not, in San Diego. But there, you know, one of the things is Roger. In, there's an awful lot of corruption that is. Uh, I Absolutely. think rearing its head in lots of ways. You're in San Diego, and you've got a problem with the uh, supervisor Nathan Fletcher, who is embroiled in in uh, corruption. He's resigning, and uh, he's having affairs, and is accused of sexual result and uh, assault and other things. We have Isn't that our government, though, huh? Yeah. How do we fix that? Well, you, the only way you could do is vote about office. That's what they say. Tell them the truth. Well, you know, the Nathan Fletcher thing, uh, here's what I think, though, and I was in San Diego back then, okay? Everybody knew Nathan Fletcher had some issues. Maybe not these specific things, but they voted for him anyway. And all the things that people... Bob Filner had issues, too. And Bob Filner, that's right. (laughs) Fletcher, I heard Fletcher went to the Bob Filner School of Government, uh, uh, San Diego people are laughing about. Well, he tried out for the Chargers. He was just too old. Something like that, yeah. But, uh, well, Roger, you know, I think we want to think about... Thanks for calling and listening to Southern California Live. I think that the issue of corruption is a big deal because there's, there's crimes and corruption. Corruption usually is a crime, okay, ultimately, when you're exposed for it. But sometimes corruption is not necessarily a a crime because there's no law passed. You know, people find – my dad used to say that when people do bad things, their IQ goes up, that somehow a lot of people figure out new ways to do bad things to get around the law or to make things um, still benefit them. And, you know, that is something that we're suffering from at, I think, any level in government. And the voters – you know, my gripe, I guess, is that voters keep voting for the same people, different faces, right? But it's the same philosophy. If you're wondering why there is so much homelessness and why homelessness is growing in California, it is not because there's a housing shortage. That is a ridiculous thing to say. It's not because the housing prices are so high, which it is. It's crazy how high things are. But most people just move out of state. They leave. They they figure it out. They move into a smaller place. They They... 
work a couple of extra jobs. There are some people, and I know there's probably some people listening, we lost your home and it's, it's financial and there's things in California's heart. But most of the homeless problem is people have addictions and they have mental uh, issues, uh, mental health care issues, and there's, there's multiple problems. And uh, we know that, but we seem to have the, a, a crazy idea about it. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a ha- hold-your-hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically, I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. We all need to self-medicate periodically. And clean and sober is, see, that's what we keep voting for. It's not just Governor Newsom. We keep voting for people who who now think that getting clean and sober is the wrong path, that the way we're going to fix homelessness is to simply just build more houses and to create places for people to get stoned or to get high on whatever and to take heroin and fentanyl and whatever in more of a safe environment where somebody is standing by to to shoot them up with the, the Narcan or whatever it is so that they don't die. And that's crazy. It's a it's crazy policies. I take offense at our policies and strategies. Me too. That is a really big deal in our state. Can I just say this? As we think about the the Trump thing is going to dominate the news. Um, We cannot be a society that just lets the sensational rule the day. And I'm not saying that the Trump thing from from different perspectives isn't important. It's important uh, on the one hand that we're a country where nobody is above the law. Right. If it turns out that in one of these cases, uh, Donald Trump really, you know, is clearly guilty of violating something very serious. You know, when they get around to figuring out the classified documents issue, you know, if it's just him thumbing through files that he shouldn't be looking at, it's an issue, but it's not that serious. But if he pulled out nuclear weapons or he's selling them, you know, he's really, you know, there's there is something you have to do to hold people accountable. It matters, and and we shouldn't just let you off the hook simply because you're a president. There's some there's some reason behind that, right? There we brought up last caller brought up President Nixon or one of the callers. You know, there's a reason that Gerald Ford pardoned Nixon. It wasn't to say that Nixon wasn't guilty; he was. And at the time, it angered a lot of people because people felt like Nixon should have gone to trial for the things he was accused of. But President Ford realized, and most people today agree, that it would have hurt the country more. And part of justice is you do have to find a place for mercy and for some other decisions. Nixon was obviously terribly wounded by all of that. He suffered greatly uh, because of what he did. In fact, his whole reputation, when you think about Richard Nixon, what do you think about? Uh, You think about Watergate. He had a stellar career before that. Go over to the Nixon Library and your Belinda, you should check it out. I mean, you, you start to say, why don't we have a guy like that today? He's so incredibly impressive. But where that library ends off in the tour is this Watergate thing, which was stupid. And you start to see the the paranoia that he went through and other stuff. And that's what he's known for. So all the, the amazing things that you learn about Nixon, you he's not going to be remembered for all of that. He'll be remembered for the bad things. So he suffered quite a bit for it. There's an issue there. There's a, But we don't want to be politicizing things. And the other side of the Trump thing is the idea that, hey, if this is just because somebody ran for office and said, I'm going to prosecute Donald Trump, which the New York prosecutor did when he ran for office, and the idea that if I uh, show me the man, you, I'll show you the crime, that any one of us could be prosecuted if somebody just wants to come after us because they'll look at something on our taxes and accuse us of doing something wrong when all we did was miscategorize it. 
that's a bad world. We don't want to live in that world. We don't want to have our country go that way. These things are serious. But at the same time, this is not the only story. We are looking at potential war with China or Russia, hopefully not a hot war, but it could be a shooting war. Um, We're looking at the uh, dollar being devalued. That's going to affect every one of us. We Oil prices went up today. Uh, did you hear that? Uh, OPEC nations kind of doing what they do. So your gas prices are going to go up very likely. And if we've drained our uh, national reserves, I don't know what other thing uh, the government's going to do to help. It's not a lot they can do. Uh, well, we can pump more oil. We can, but uh, it's going to take a while for that to happen. See, there's there's so many different things. We cannot take our eye off the ball locally. And as Christians, by the way, we have all this politic talk about our country and stuff. Our hope is not in our country. You know, I hope our country does well. I I believe that with the right leadership, we are a country that wants to come together and do right. But we have to reject false ideologies. We have to come together and have a vision for the country and have leadership to do that. And as as Christians, the thing is, is that we all probably want that to happen. But the bigger piece for us is that we want to let people know about Jesus, that the scriptures do not teach that the in the supremacy of the United States, that the scriptures do not even show us probably at the end times for what we're going to be. So our goal needs to be, let people know about Jesus. Our goal needs to be to live our life in such a way that even on issues like we're talking about today, that we can be reasonable about those things. We have opinions, might even feel passionately about one side or the other on issues of Donald Trump or corruption in government or whatever it is that you want to be passionate about. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Do you know that? That in the history records of heaven, the history records are going to record what did you do to share the gospel with the people that God has placed in your life. That's what it's going to be. And that has to be our first priority. It has a uh, an effect, I think, of fixing the nation when more people are following Jesus and more people put their trust in him. But that's not the point. The point is we want more people to go to heaven. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Our guest will be Pastor J.P. Jones, and we'll be on step three of our six steps to Easter. You can learn more by going to kkla.com and click six steps. It'll help you get prepared for Easter, which is coming up this Sunday. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. We'll be back as the Tuesday edition continues. Stay tuned.